Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome, everyone. Be peace, love, global harmony, and healing to all of God's rainbow tribes. Peace and love, love and light, we are one. This is your host, Nashiba of eSpirity-Radio 7. Um, the blog is eSpirity-Radio 7, period, blogspot.com. Again, the eSpirity-Radio 7 blog is eSpirity-Radio 7, period, blogspot.com. Again, I'm welcoming everyone to the show. We're going to get uh, started with a little music, and then we'll be right back again. Thank you for joining the call. Going to play a selection um, from Russell Blake, and it's a beautiful piece called God's Peace.
again, that was a selection from Russell Blake. It's called God's Peace from His Quiet Strength CD. I think that piece is so beautiful. I'm going to like to welcome Max to the show, and i also like to let everyone know that uh, Captain uh, just called me a few moments before the show. He's not feeling well tonight, but we're going to continue with the show as the grab bag. Um, Max has some updates he'd like to share that we'll both be sharing. If you have uh, intel you'd like to share or questions that you've had you want to bring to tonight's grab bag, feel free to do so. And as you come in, if you jot little notes down, uh, that way we can get to Q&A. But pretty much this is grab bag night, uh, inclusive of some information I think we think is pertinent uh, under the category of uh, current information. So, Max, I'd like you to welcome in. Welcome you on to the show. Yes. Um, hello, Nasiba. I'm hoping you Hi. can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to uh, send out uh, um, prayers and healing for Captain in whatever situation he's dealing with. And I hope that uh, those of you will, you know, send some uh, light energy his way for his speedy recovery and uh, hopefully we'll hear from him later on this week, and he'll be all better. Um, and then on top of that, um, just, again, thanking you for, you know, this opportunity to kind of come into this platform and be able to kind of speak freely about topics that are not necessarily always um, open discussion and free conversation. So I kind of always look forward to that and in the learning process that we're all kind of, you know, going through here to kind of, you know, raise our awareness and our understanding of things that are happening around us and kind of be able to kind of filter out what is the bad stuff and allow the good stuff to kind of come through once we realize how to pick and choose those different things. So, uh, that's kind of my opening. Uh, I do have a couple things, and we can kind of take the conversation from there, um, if I may. Uh, one, boy, I'm just kind of reviewing this as the music was playing, and it was very interesting. Um, this may be something, I don't know if you've seen this. It's essentially, it's called the Special Presidential Briefing um, for President Barack Obama. And it was developed by Stephen M. Greer, if we're familiar who he is. Um, he is kind of one of the people that's kind of leading the pack for this, these different groups and uh, professions, let's say, of people who want to push this disclosure aspect forward. And uh, boy, I find this thing kind of interesting. I, I, well, of course, I can't read the whole thing here. It is seven pages long. But in summary, it's, it's kind of getting into the understanding that there are those who have an understanding of what's being held back with respect to uh, the idea of certain technologies that could come forward. And, I mean, he kind of describes them. Let's see, how does he put this? Uh, he talks about the understanding of what we call zero-point energy and the field and 
quantum vacuum flux field. Um, it says it's incorrectly termed as anti-gravity propulsion. You know, so he's getting like really technical about these kinds of things, but also talking about how the access to this energy could eliminate pollution, uh, the use for oil, gas, and coal to drive our utilities. And um, the fact of essentially also eliminating nuclear power. So that's kind of like some of the areas that really, you know, people are kind of really starting to pay more attention to as far as how do we move forward. So this disclosure thing is kind of really, kind of really starting to surface more and more and more in a lot of different areas. It's not just UFO kind of conversation, which that's in there, but it's also the energy aspect, the medical aspect. Um, what else would I say? Um, I'm talking about that people are concerned with. There's a lot of things that they just don't know about that will be revealed as well. But just those kind of general areas that, you know, people kind of want answers to. So the fact that that's coming forward may push things to that that point, let's say. What do you think about that? I think everything has been escalated mm -hmm. in a major way. I think we can move way beyond saying soft disclosure is going on in many arenas. Because a lot of it's simultaneous right now at an accelerated rate. Mm -hmm. Especially the disclosures, it's not soft. It's not even medium anymore. <laughs> it's escalated beyond medium at this, at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, boy, I guess this, there's a lot of things, that, and I guess for for lack of putting it a better way, there are a lot more people who are becoming aware of things, you know, from a standpoint of not necessarily, let's say, at the highest levels of awareness with respect to where we are in 3D, let's say, but even the lower levels of awareness, like how, let's say, for example, the lowering of the gas or the, the price of mm -hmm. oil, how that affects everything and how we kind of view moving forward with realizing that, wow, if it was a hundred and whatever, like a few months ago, now it's less than half of that, mm -hmm. then, you know, it's like, well, we at the mercy, like really at the mercy of that. So it's like, we got to figure something else out. So we're not, you know, hanging on that, that it could shift mm -hmm. that much in price up or down, mm -hmm. you know? That's the importance of five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At its most simplest definition, what it, so to speak, five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Goes a long, long way. Yeah. And you will find it urging you to visit more more than that, but at baseline, five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because we're in people I know it's a lot to take take in if you have never really tapped into all this level of, of information but the momentum from a synchronization energy universal perspective there's a mm -hmm. lot that continues to go on that is extraordinarily powerful that if we understand what it would possess 
what we're talking about opening the door to activate whenever you're ready to begin the process. Everybody's at different levels. Everybody doesn't have to necessarily you jump in as you're ready, as you can take it in. But there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And, you know, kind of falling back on this information I'm talking about, you know, I find it interesting that he kind of hits on, I'm talking about Stephen Greer, he kind of hits on the mm-hmm. understanding of the security part of this. So he's not saying, you yes. got to do it now. But he mentions very clearly that I understand that, yes, this is a big time security issue. But, you know, based upon what is kind of like right there on the edge of falling over into everyone's mm-hmm. acknowledgement, it's like, how can we keep the security thing intact, but yet allow some of this stuff to kind of, you know, seep through or whatever. That's kind of almost what he's saying. And, I, you know, I don't know well, about the more that. they're becoming, uh, well, the more but, people become illuminated and mm-hmm. allow themselves to feel open, they'll feel what they're supposed to do and engage, some mm-hmm. to that level. Mm-hmm. But once some start opening the heart more and just doing it, this is the environment. The thing about the resolution here is we used to be this. Mm-hmm. And re- we're now returning to that. So in the process with us being blessed to be in the ecosystem, supporting five and above when we originated in seven. We're returning back home in the process to seven at an accelerated rate. Because at five, bare minimum, you have access to everything and above from that point on. Mm-hmm. What you can see, that's just say you walk by face and not by sight. Because the things we're talking about activating, you visually cannot see, which is a part of rebuilding the matrix. As you, as the people of the globe, rebuild the matrix in peace and in love. And in serenity, and tranquility, and harmony, and all those beautiful things, we create that when we think as one, because this is what we want to see. So when we're looking at dynamics of the events that are happening, we discern that which requires more light to carry it through, so that it's fully activating. And by doing that, you go inside to find that key, to find that code, to come out of the matrix and create the new one, thereby replacing the old one. And all of that's a process above and below. Yeah. yeah that's, um, you know, that's that's interesting because, you know, I keep looking at, like, you know, taking in everything you just said, again, you know, well, there's two aspects here. There's one that what you just said, there are ears that, that hear that, and that's all a mm-hmm. vibration. But that mm-hmm. vibration carries beyond just those ears that are actively exactly. listening right now. So it goes exactly. out, right? So it does connect to those who are not necessarily, let's say, on this call or whatever. I get that, mm-hmm. okay? But I'll just say that the connection is um 
maybe uh, for lack of what words to use, I'll just say it's watered down, okay? Yes. Because it's not direct. It's out there, but it's kind of like if you're in that uh, space where you can actually, you know, receive it and do something with it, it's kind of like watered down a little bit. So it takes a little longer for it to really take, say, some effect. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it goes back to like last Wednesday we wanted to speak. Greater is he that lives in. I know that's not the full of it, but zeroing mm-hmm. on, on that as an example. Greater is he that lives, capital A, so lives within me than he that lives within the world. Who really sat down and said when you take that and begin to discern it at a multidimensional level that you're talking about trying to conceive, understanding, that the greater in he that lives within me, that lives within in the world, is the universe. Mm-hmm. The universe is the he within you. Mm-hmm. So all of the answers that you seek are internal, not always external. Not to say that external doesn't play a part, but external really doesn't come into life until we activate it by thought thereby creating it within our environment and not really connecting that a thought put that out there and that's at the that's of who we used to be and we understood it but when the veil and all the games and all the bugs that came into the programming to switch things off and take away knowledge we're at a point now at a critical mass point, we need to have the knowledge back to help finish off the rest of what's going on. Basically, by shining the light into the dark. The power is the light that we have within. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. What does that mean at a multidimensional level? We are illuminated beings. The light body is an illuminated being of the universe that comes through energy, frequency, and vibration. That's part of why it's light. And when you ignite that kind of light in everybody that you can possibly be blessed to have the opportunity to come across their path to help them, you know, journey there, that is the answer. So the resolution lies within to take that light from within and let it shine, thereby illuminating one body to another, illuminating, bringing the light shining that so bright, the dark and bad and evil seeds, you see them, they're all exposed. And they're eradicated from the system, thereby creating that new matrix that you want to see, peace, love, heaven, all those beautiful things. That's what we want. We're tired of, we've already been through this, that and we're ready to move it out but we're a part of what helps create to usher it in and thereby maintaining it to usher out the old and bring in the new we do that by the thoughts thoughts of what our feelings within our heart we're the ones that activate to go up to the higher dimensions to bring it back in manifestation so we're the one that create what we want to see and if we don't want to see the crazy stuff no more, then we tell us to go bye-bye. <laughs> you know, it's, it's two things you said there. You, you talked about the thought, and that kind of gets 
listen to the other subject matter that I've been covering on Wednesdays about these laws. Mm-hmm. And that is very evident in some of the laws where it talks about the thought is the first portion of creating something. It has to be a mm-hmm. thought first. Then you go from there to make whatever that thing you're trying to achieve manifest itself. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you're, that is like right on point there. The other thing is um, um, that understanding that, you know, it's internal. Yes. You know, it seems to be, and again, that's kind of part of this whole deception thing that's kind of going on here. Mm-hmm. And, and if 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 you don't know and you're being told something that you think is important, but it's kind of taking you down the wrong way, you don't realize that. Well, wait, all this stuff you told me how how this thing works, that's like not true, because there's like this belief that everything is external and we have to like go find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's out there somewhere. You know what I mean? That's kind of the understanding of how things work. Well, go out there and find it. It's out there. Go get it. But that's like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that, okay, it starts with you, then you're not really going out to get it. Exactly. You kind of work from the inside out. And uh, Well, we're we're trying to be visual to such a degree that we're not always thinking about the substance and was it really worth the price and the cost. mm -hmm. Yes. Boy, I'm telling you, this um, there's so many things that have been coming up with respect to, you know, the realization of at least for me, I could say, you know, not everyone will will you know maybe agree or whatever, but you know that understanding that, and and again, that's like my one of my buzzwords now, that awareness, that mm-hmm. awareness for me of man, we've been just kind of told all the wrong stuff. Yeah. You know, and been told by, let's say, those that we respect, admire, you know, all those things. So, you know, we like them, we respect them. So we follow them and what they speak about and how to kind of get it done, so to speak. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of backwards. Yeah, it is. So it's like, when you've been told that, you kind of have to go back to the drawing board and rethink everything. That's the tough part in this. It's like telling someone, well, forget everything you know. Who's going to do that? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. And it's a process to go through to try to reverse it. And some some might not think it's, it's worth trying to reverse because that's a really deep thing from the time you were here and can understand someone wasn't telling you the truth. Right. Or let's say, let's not say 100%, because when you think about things like, you know, the Bible, the scripture, whatever, you're not saying that, you know, no, that's 100% wrong, but there's some aspects of that that were kind of like, you know, played around with, I'll say, to Mm -hmm. make all this stuff kind of connect with their version of the story, so to speak. So mm-hmm. that's the catch. So you're like, well, which part do I throw out and which part do I keep? My people that's will it. know me by my voice. Yes. And, you know, I guess 
you know, when you put it in that context, it's like, okay, in a sense, that's taken care of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so your heart will but, resonate with delight when it is presented to you. Yeah. That's the root of spiritual discernment. Mm-hmm. Is his alignment says, okay, let me check that off the list. Well, I guess, you know, maybe in, in, in my perspective of it, you know, when you say that, it's like, you know, I know it, I understand it, I believe it, I feel it. It's like maybe I'm concerned about something I shouldn't be concerned about, really. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. It is. But it's like I'm concerned about something I shouldn't be concerned about, really. Yeah. 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 So. The sooner we let it go, I, the, I surrender kind of thing. The sooner we, that's what it says, well, the other scripture alludes uh, to, don't know the full one on that one either, but it's very important the part that I'm talking about is we all at some point, everybody mm-hmm. has to die to self. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because for you to really comprehend you are in the world, not of the world, and you going by the of the world, does it overrode your programming? That's what what time it is to get to the point where we all, if we haven't already, or we need to finish because everybody got to go, go peel the onion back, whatever we call it, call the process, die to self. Because that way you're starting off with a clean slate that's going to be completely reprogrammed with a different matrix, a different reality. What do you do with a program? Where do we have to run updates all the time on different programs? Why? Because there's a bug in the program, mm-hmm. a bug in the matrix. Yes. In order for it to survive, you got to go fix that thing. And we're at the fix that thing state to it, mm-hmm. universally, mm-hmm. with this whole thing. That's where we're at. It's being fixed. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you can potentially pay a little part in that endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, and even understanding to degree of five minutes. Cause it's some, things are way more slip, uh, simple than some may think when it comes to their anyone's portion of what they will contribute. Your spirit will guide you in how much you'll get engaged and how passionate you will become about uh, from that when you really understand the full contents of it and intricate details in between for above and below. And that's a lot. That's a lot. There's a whole bunch of processes in between above and below. Above the universe and here down on beautiful Mother Gaia. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's just say that... um... We, we're in a good space. We mm-hmm. kind of understand that. So it, it's now um, the place to, uh, I guess, embrace that. Okay? I guess is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we talked about how, you know, this is the time to resolve any issues that you may have carried up to this point, you know, clear all that you know, in in the process of embracing. First clear everything and then embrace the fact that okay, we're in a in a in a uh, a good space 
and it's time to, you know, understand that and go forward from there and not try to, you know, carry all that bad stuff over. Right. Okay. And uh, again, that's another tough one. Yeah. Because it's like that's kind of all we know. Yeah. You know, it's that whole. And we were taught to handle that in in a particular kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that way, we need to change. I found right. myself being uh, led this week into uh, saying a a a poor poor prayer, mm-hmm. but oh, then yeah. applying it, applying it to the karmic will. Mm. Of all that's near and dear, mm-hmm. I just cast it out. That's basically what they're saying to me. I like to deal with the root of things. So many projects you can cause, and you have to find out why the thing break. So mm-hmm. I'm used to you got to look at the root, not just the uh, the leaves, the stem. Right. So to right. me, the root of the thing is connected to the karmic will. When one understands over a series of timelines, you and everybody that you know can travel around in different time frames and different times of, of life, whether they came from the 70s or 30s, wherever, and continue to travel time without honestly resolving things, the karmic wheel, that we're all put in the process of supposed to dealing with releasing and letting go. So I prefer what I said by applying the Hupunapuna prayer, uh, sorry, forgive, you, forgive me, thank you, I love you. I'm applying it to the karmic wheel of, of all. Because we're talking about strength, strength, strongholds that have to be broken mm-hmm. on previous lifelines. Mm-hmm. So applying that prayer to the karmic will, to all that in near and dear, wherever we want to cast it, in order to break that. If we want to begin to see the escalation in this matrix melting away, and it is melting away, but to help accelerate the process... That's a simple, less than five-minute thing that someone can pray, set their intentions to however they choose to do it, and apply that to those, to themselves and those near and dear, to that karmic line. To clear it, to cleanse it, to purge it, and to renew it. Because a, a lot of what you've heard Captain say is, uh, several, several times, if you hadn't discerned it already, part of what's going on in the world we're looking at all over exploding is re- related to each person's karmic will. Mm. And if, unless they've corrected something, whatever it is they were supposed to correct along the line, it continues. So to me, the root is the thing you've got to go to that place. Mm. And you've got to extract it. And shine light on it so that we can release these people just winding around, especially extraordinarily by all of what we're looking at, the chaos. However you want to call it, those things rooted out by sending an intention of prayer out at that rooted level and extract it. That's how we contribute. Hmm. Understanding that we hold the capacity to do that with power to return it back void as though it never existed, thereby ripping it out of the matrix by its root. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. This this is this is another little piece for me with respect to, you know, this kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost 
depending upon who's listening, who's hearing, it's like almost like a foreign language. I know. I know. You know? It really is. I know. So it's kind of like, well, well, okay, you know, I understand, or the next person next to me may understand, but then, yeah, how do you get that to that? next level let's say that's and, a lot because that level you're talking about is a very multi-dimensional level i think people probably need to really re-engage themselves with the word uh, hmm. that's part of one of our root foundation and applying that mm-hmm. really in anything that we do mm-hmm. because nothing as we see it is honestly one-dimensional Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. Things are not necessarily black and white in the world. They're abstract. Hmm. It's not not all questions are simple yes and no. Mm-hmm. It has dimensions, depending mm-hmm. on the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you that goes back into you know how to some degree we've been you know, indoctrinated, I guess is the best word to use when it comes to that kind of thing, that there's a belief that things are black and white, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's how it's taught as Mm -hmm. this is black and white. It's this or that. And that's it. Yeah. That's like I said, I said the other most exclusive thing as either or, because there's Mm -hmm. some of contention to either or, not Mm -hmm. in conjunction with. Mm-hmm. And I was so touched that one of the updates and one of the inspirational blogs I read said just that. Mm-hmm. And I say that all the time, been saying it forever, because mm-hmm. somehow it's not either or, just like it's not necessarily yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's not just black and white. It's abstract, which means it has dimensions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. For you know, just listening to you, it, you know, it takes me back to at a point where I could see how I was operating in that realm mm-hmm. of you know the either or the black and white. You know, it was it was just it seemed simple and you know correct, and that's how everything had to fit to kind of resolve things, mm-hmm. but. You run into problems when things don't fit into that category. So, but, you know, typically when something like that happens and you're operating in the either or, you just, you know, basically push those things to the side and you kind of, you you don't deal with them. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the issue. It's a lot of those things are important, but because you don't recognize them, you just Mm kind of slough them off and say, ah, it's not important. I don't care about that. And nobody really gives you along different paths of learning to necessarily do things in a certain way all the time. You kind of have to figure that out over the course of time. We have to look beyond what. That's why it's the law, the letter, letter of the law, and the spirit of the law. Yeah. Things are dimensional. That they are not flat. You know, like yep. with Columbus and whatever thought the war was flat. No, no, it's dimensional. Hmm. And that's what we're on our way back to what it really is. 
if you're lucky enough along the path to the full consciousness to re-experience it, that's fine. Because many people are like, if people are talking the crazy stuff. <laughs> Some, not all, but you know, there's just some. Yeah. Yeah. But it's real. Mm-hmm. And don't nobody really have to listen. The stuff, is, information is everywhere. Everywhere, literally. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Look at History Channel alone. Look at Discovery Channel. There's a who's who's list of channels out there that constantly put this information out. This times we've had discussions on the show, and I turn around and see either before or after we've had the conversation on history. So the information is hidden in plain view. Mm-hmm. Well, you said something there, and if I could... I mm-hmm. want to interject a little change in, in the uh, subject matter, but mm-hmm. staying on that same line. Mm-hmm. And this is some information that's come to me that I've been kind of, let's say, I've known about it, but there's been a, a little twist thrown into this that kind of lends into this whole plain sight thing and understanding of that. And... I have to kind of tell the story to kind of build up to where this is going, okay? So this is the understanding of, okay, you know, where we came from or this history, where did it start and what we've been told. And one of the things we've been told is this Big Bang Theory, okay? And there was this bang and it, started from this small little point and expanded out and over time we are here where we are. I left out a lot, okay, but that's kind of like where this started. And there's some new information that's kind of being discovered and again, getting back into this disclosure part that kind of puts a big question into that line of thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's where I'm going with this. And there were some experiments that were done to kind of back this up. So I'm going to talk about the experiment and then go to, to the main crux of where I'm going with this plain sight thing. I think it's pretty interesting. Okay, first of all, these experiments that were done was to kind of try to prove essentially, you know, how life is created, so to speak. Where does it, you know, is it is it created? Does it come from, uh, you know, a single cell organism and develop into a multi-cell organism that becomes like a higher being, like, for example, human beings? You know, how does that all kind of happen? And we've been given like a scenario of that as well, like two, let's say two scenarios about that, you know, the creation scenario and the evolution scenario. Okay, so the experiment was basically done to kind of see, well, maybe we can put some scientific backing behind this. So one of the ways that this was done was one experiment was done and it was done with, you know, sound waves because the understanding of what, you know, how everything vibrates. Okay, and to kind of maybe draw some some lines between 
what we know and understand about vibration and maybe find out something we don't know. And a simple experiment was done with water and sand. And there was a container of water that was that where sand was placed in that container. And that container was essentially vibrated at a certain frequency. And it was done in such a way where the frequency could be turned up or down. And at certain frequencies, that sand in this water, nothing special about this water, wasn't like, you know, heavy water or anything. It was just essentially, you know, fresh water, not necessarily Mm -hmm. sea water. So at these frequencies, these shapes began to develop. It wasn't just sand bubbling around. Okay, it it began to take on these certain shapes as this frequency was adjusted. It would turn from like one shape, you turn the frequency up, and then it would take on this other shape. And as you held the frequency at whatever shape it was, you could say, stir the sand up, and it would go right back to that shape. It wasn't like this freakish anomaly, it would always do that same thing turn the frequency up a little more, it would take on a totally different shape and hold it as the frequency held. So it kind of showed that there were these basic shapes that always came up at certain frequencies, Mm -hmm. okay? And like in between those frequencies, it was like nothing, so to speak. But as you hit Mm -hmm. the right frequency, boom, you had that shape. Mm -hmm. And those shapes are what are called the platonic solids and that's something you can can google and you'll see what i'm talking about because i'm going to tie all this in here in a second but that's the the first piece of this is understanding what the platonic solids are p-l-a-t-o-n-i-c platonic solids and there are essentially five of them and they're called the tetrahedron the isohedron, yes, the isohedron, mm-hmm. uh, the decahedron, the octahedron, and the cube. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that's that piece of this. So now stay with me here, because this, like I say, this is like really interesting stuff here to me. But it gets into like the real, true basics of some things, and I'm gonna tie all this together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You have these platonic solids that come from this frequency. Remember, I didn't shave it out of anything. It wasn't any kind of special sand. It wasn't any kind of special water. It was just that frequency. And I don't know what those frequencies are, by the way. Um, that's something that, you know, didn't... Some numerical value. Right. But, mm-hmm. it you know, it's not like something that can't be reproduced. It's not right. some you know, enormous thing that you need special equipment for. You may need the equipment to, you know, set this up, but it can be, it can be uh, reproduced relatively easy. Okay. So that's that. So now store that piece here and I'm going to tell you about the other piece of this thing and I'm going to tie all this together. The other piece is, okay, involving, you know, what we know to be the makeup of, um, let's say life, 
I'll call it that, okay? Not necessarily human life or whatever. All life, any life, you mm-hmm. know, plants, fish, whatever, okay? That in some combinations you have DNA structure, see? That's where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So they took and made another experiment. And this experiment involved two test tubes, okay? And these test tubes were surrounded with these coils, again, to create a frequency of some type. And in one test tube, DNA was introduced into, it was water in both test tubes, just regular water. One test tube was, DNA was placed into it, some small amount of DNA, or like a trace amount, let's say. And then the other test tube was just, water, nothing, sealed up, and a frequency was placed on both tubes, and that frequency was seven hertz, seven, and the the understanding is that seven hertz is the frequency at which our, um, our planet and a lot of other things vibrate at okay now this one i i want to do a little more research on that number because for some reason 15 stands out in my mind and i don't know why but that number just stands out Mm -hmm. that i thought it was 15 but according to this it's seven so that one i may have to come back to you on but in this particular what i'm talking about this is what was done seven hertz Mm -hmm. over 17 hours okay so that's how long these tubes were induced with this seven hertz now if it's the normal resonating uh resonating frequency it's like why would you need to induce it that was one question i had Mm -hmm. but i didn't do the experiment so i'm just giving it to you the way it was given to me seven hertz over 17 hours the result was that the one tube that had the the DNA in it, it, you know, it multiplied, it, you know, it grew, let's say, Mm -hmm. okay? The one that had nothing in it, same thing, okay? Basically, like, the DNA was there even though there was none placed in it. So mm-hmm. it grew just as much as the one that had DNA in it, but the other had nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so understanding that. Now I'm going to come back to where I was. There's another shape that has been kind of, I guess, discovered that supposedly is the key to how that last experiment could happen. And that other shape is called amplitohedron, amplitohedron, A-M-P-L-I-T-U-H-E-D-R-O-N. A-M-P-L-I-T-U-H-E-D-R-O-N, amplituhedron, 
And that shape is supposedly the shape that creates everything from nothing. See? And that experiment with these tubes basically um, showed that in the results, that you can have a tube with nothing and one with something, and the one with nothing will create the same thing as the one with something. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way back to, remember when I talked about this, um, the Big Bang? Well, that's the part that has been kind of questioned based upon this information, that it wasn't a bang. It right. was the, the, this amplitohedron was the beginning or yeah. is the beginning. And that that's space, the evolutionary process of life through sacred geometry. And absolutely. why it's an important, the importance of energy, frequency, understanding. Uh, and I think that what you're talking about right now is a good example of the power of frequency and a more visual perspective of yes. what it is. Okay, now I got a little bit more here, but yeah, you're, no. you're right. You're right on the you're right on the mark. Mm-hmm. Okay, now from all that, there was this other revelation based upon some other things that have been talked about, like when you hear the, these terminologies of dark energy and dark matter. Mm-hmm. It's like those are just terms that we've given it. We don't really know what that is. I say we as in scientists, okay? But mm-hmm. the understanding is is that it's like a fluid, like the experiment with the water mm-hmm. and that substance in the water and how the water with a substance in it and a frequency creates something. Yes. And that's kind of like the understanding of how this happened that shape in you know the space of space we Mm -hmm. see space as space but look at it more in terms of space as some type of fluid see with that element in that fluid that with the frequency creates Mm -hmm. everything that we know see and understand yep See, that's what has come out of this. And that's why this is like really, really interesting to me. And when they talk about banging, it's that that element I talked about, the amplitohedron, one, let's say, I don't know, molecule of it or whatever, it expands really, really fast, like a bang, Mm -hmm. see, at the right frequency. It's built to yield based yes. upon the frequency. And our creator knows that frequency, see? That's kind of where this is kind of going, that understanding of at the right frequency, that element will expand like a bang, but it's really not a bang. It's just what what creation is, essentially. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That's the kind of the thing I've been kind of studying here, and it's uh, it's been really interesting. I one more piece, and then then we can kind of go over that a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this other thing, and 
and you know we kind of traded some information about sacred geometry mm-hmm. and there was this other piece that has tied in for me based upon all that i just described and that is this and it's kind of coming from the same source of told that i told you about these um these experiments and that that shape that amphitohedron mm-hmm. when you when it forms it kind of start it looks like a kind of hard to describe what it looks like you kind of just have to look at it it's, it's hard yeah. for me to describe it but it looks like a a piece of a star if you you know mm-hmm. it's like a star it's like one of the points so to speak it kind of looks like that but when you connect enough of those points together it looks like the star of david mm-hmm. so think about that in reference to some of what we understand is the story mm-hmm the star of David and yeah. that that is the creation piece you see what I mean and mm-hmm. that kind of goes back to what I was saying how we know the story but what part do I keep what part do I throw out but when you kind of throw in pieces like what I've talked about you can kind of see how that kind of can play into yes it's a piece of it but maybe I didn't tell you all of it or I left something out, or this is how this really fits into this. Exactly. So that's kind of what has come out of this. And that shape is a sacred geometry shape in that it is kind of, it's basically, how can I put this? If you look at what a tetrahedron is, it's, it's like, three triangles laying up against each other. Or actually, one, two, three, it's actually like four. You got three that are kind of tilted in on each other, and the base is a triangle as well, okay? So it's a three-dimensional thing, okay? Now, what this is is that you take one of those and you stand it like where the point is pointing up, and you flip and, you, you know, you duplicate one, and you flip it so that the point is pointing down and you kind of mesh them together and they become a star of David, mm-hmm. like three-dimensionally put together. That's that shape that essentially creates everything, that shape. So when you see that, that's what that is basically like going back to the original thing right in front of your face and i've seen that shape before yeah it it looks like two triangles kind of within each other mm-hmm. but they're three-dimensional looking mm-hmm. that's the shape that supposedly is the shape of the creation point and that shape multiplies many 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 times very 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 quickly to create everything exactly but like I said, that the, the visualization for that for people understand when we're talking about uh five minutes a day, energy frequency vibrate, that is how through the sacred geometry, through these shapes put together by the thought to create and go up to other dimensions to basically deliver that which you um had prayed for or set intention for changing the matrix. It, that is the form it goes into in order to yield the vision that you see. Mm-hmm. That is the core infrastructure 
of how the universe works, of which mm-hmm. resides within you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, interesting stuff, I tell you. That one uh, mm-hmm. kind of threw me for a loop. And it's but beautiful then... when they're put, to, put all together, or you see those videos with the, the sacred yeah. geometry level. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, that's the thing about that whole in front of your face thing. A lot of this geometry is out there. It's yeah. right in front of your face, but you don't necessarily realize what you're looking at. So even knowing like those platonic solids and how they kind of fit in. One of those solids is called a, a decahedron. That's what bees mm-hmm. use when they create hives. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. shape is the shape that they, it's the most uh, efficient shape when it comes to building the, the honey and all that, that's the shape they use. That's, that's a, um, again, sacred geometry. How did they know that? And they do it perfectly every time. Every time. Yes. So and that's, that's one that kind of... manifestation process. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, bees are, like, super, super important to us in, in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's not just the honey. They do a lot of other things. You know, you would think, well, bees, you know, why do, you, why do we care about bees? We, we need bees here, okay, for this particular space that we're in. They do mm-hmm. a lot of things for us, okay? And uh, they are, again, it's one of those deals where that shape is like right there in front of us, and we see it, we know it, we understand it, but we don't realize that that's one of those, that's sacred geometry right in front of our face. When you look at flowers, mm-hmm. you look at any and everything that we're looking at in order for it to go from our thought, from that prayer and intention from within our heart, it leaves from the thought and travels through the universe to higher dimensions to create it through things like sacred geometry and then return it back in your reality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty intense yep 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 and you know i i, I brought that up you know i, I that's again that's my word the awareness i brought that mm-hmm. up because a lot of you know understanding anything is kind of going back into the history of that thing mm-hmm You know, you learn so much more about something when you know that something's history, just like each person. You know, when you study your, let's say, your family history or even your history, you know, you realize more about you when you know what that history is. It makes the the present make a little more sense. I'm not saying it's all Mm -hmm. the full answers, but it adds that other piece that is necessary to kind of really understand where you where you are right now. Yeah, and that's I so very that, true. I learned that in, in that, you know, some of my family members have done the uh, what do you call it? Ancestry. The, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And boy, you know, you find out things and people and just things you never knew. And it kind of can explain, well, maybe that's why I like this mm-hmm. or I did that or my mother did this and, you know, it just adds that little piece that maybe now nah, makes a little bit more sense. So that's how I look at this information I brought about these solids and those shapes. Kind of maybe can answer a few things that maybe you're kind of like, oh, okay, maybe I can kind of see that, you know. 
makes that whole thing make more sense. Because the story we've been told, I don't know if I believe that Big Bang thing. Uh, it sounds good. It, it, it looks good. I mean, when it's explained, but I don't know if that's how it happened. This other thing, I can kind of see that. That it was way more simpler than, than what they put in. Yes. Yeah. And it, it gets back into that whole frequency understanding. That frequency is a big part of everything. That doesn't get talked about very much, you know, unless you're like a scientist or something. But when you kind of, okay, here's another piece of that. Think about the whole understanding of walking on water and walking, you know, through solid objects. We, we, that has been kind of um, explained that that has happened. Well, if you understand that there are frequencies involved, there are also with frequencies, there are what they call phases of frequency and to be in phase and out of phase of a frequency. Well, if you're in a certain phase within a certain frequency of a certain thing like water and understanding to see this gets into the whole, you know, who you are and what your abilities really can be or are, but we just don't have the knowledge mm -hmm. of how to access it. You have the ability to change the frequency of your being so that you can be in a phase that will allow your body to not sink in the water, but be on a phase where like that water is solid so you can walk on it. See, when you understand that, the walking on water thing, it's, it's not that impossible. It's not like hard to believe when you know it from that aspect. Same thing with walking through a wall. It's, see, we say, we say wall, but it's all vibrating, it's all frequency. When you get that shift and that frequency right, it's not solid anymore. You can just pass right through it, see? That's the real understanding of how important frequencies are, yeah. okay? So that's kind of what I want to bring to the table with all that I just described, the, you know, how that relates to some of the things that we know and understand and how it also relates to where we're going, that ability, because that gets into, you know, light body travel, all those kinds of things. See, it's that ability to access the frequency and kind of change it and manipulate it. Some people have the ability to do that now. now. Yeah. yeah. I've been practicing yeah. it for a very long time. Yeah. And so you take the ability to be able, the higher level of dimension that you're open and given access to, the more ability you have to see the energy, frequency, and vibration. Mm -hmm. At a lower level, you cannot necessarily see it. But as mm -hmm. you ascend to higher dimensional levels, and you're with, we're within those ecosystems to support that, that mm -hmm. the more you will be able to see at those levels. So the higher access, dimensionally, you mm -hmm. will have access to see those mm -hmm. things. So as you just say, begin to visualize uh, for thought and see something, you initially see it from that image perspective. The more you kind of concentrate 
on it because visualization and imaging things in your mind so you mm-hmm. see it more so at a tangible level mm-hmm. helps you begin to pass and accelerate to the next prior, uh, um levels of being able to see what maybe someone else cannot see. Yes. I, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, I have to tell you, I have a personal kind of experience with that even before, let's say, I was, you know, in an awareness mode, but Mm -hmm. it was being taught to me that way. I didn't Mm -hmm. really understand it. I just followed how it was being taught, and it it actually worked, you know, that visualization part of it. Yes, it's very, very, for us to change this matrix, we have to visualize at that level. Mm Mm-hmm. To help usher it in quicker. That's that's why the call to um, meditate and and pray and and get to the point where you truly visualize, and even to the point of when you go to sleep at night. So mm-hmm. it just becomes a part of you that you mm-hmm. have access to that. So when that thought comes, you mm-hmm. can visualize it with that level of intensity. Though their point at that point, you seriously raise your energy, mm-hmm. frequency, and vibration to set that thing in flight, to go to the next step, to the higher dimensions, to deliver that manifestation, thereby doing what? Changing the matrix that we live in. Yep, 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 yep. And, you know, in that visualization, it, you know, it's a process, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the tough part, you know. But as you become more and more detailed in that visualization, that's when you begin to experience it as it's like it's almost real, but you're mm-hmm. visualizing it. So then it becomes real. And but start collecting it's... pictures that, that really kind of talk to you. And start mm-hmm. collecting them and saving them. Because that helps. No one's expecting you to try to. It's not always easy to visualize straight up like that if you're not used to it. So you mm-hmm. need an assistant. Mm-hmm. Assistant is uh, mm-hmm. images. I collect them mm-hmm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whatnot, because it honestly helps with that process. And if, let's say, something new comes up, find an image somewhere that's mm-hmm. going to help place that in your spirit for, the, mm-hmm. for you to go through the process to manifest it. Yep. And, and, but sometimes you know, we need to see, like, some some people can draw out the other, uh, straight out their minds without a visual, and others, like, it takes other tools. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's a good point you made about the pictures. And that was part of when I talked about my experience, it definitely mm-hmm. involved that. And pictures do help because unless you have like maybe a real vivid imagination, you may not be able to visualize that thing. But in a picture, it will help. And yes. you you can um, define your pictures even. You may start out with one that you kind of think is the right picture. And then as you start to visualize it, you think, well, yeah, but the house should be pink or what, you know, whatever the mm-hmm. thing is. Then you find that other picture until you get it down to the exact way that you see it to be. Mm-hmm. And that kind of takes a little work. And then you, like, you know, as, as you said, Nishiba, you, you get to that point where it, it, it truly does manifest itself. It, it really does. And you another place. And, and even uh, from looking at the picture, if you allow the energy frequencies of that picture, if you just be, remain open, release, let go, relax, in order for that picture to interpret itself straight into your, into your spirit. 
which mm-hmm. amps it up another several notches. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's an interesting practice. You know, uh, there was a term that was used for that. And I don't like the term, but it's the term that was used. It was called dream building. Yes, dream building, vision charts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I like, because dream almost sounds like it, it's not a real a reality and it never can be, you know. So I don't know if I like that term dream, but it's it works for what, it, you know, you're trying to accomplish. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and um, it's it really does work, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are other pieces to that, you know, because visualizing is just one aspect of, what makes you who you are because you have multiple senses, you know, you smell, you hear, you touch. So that's kind of part of it too, where you, Mm -hmm. you hear it, you smell it, you touch Mm -hmm. it, you know, you kind of, that imprinting a memory of it that means something to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, I noticed that a a lot, how much it, it, People clearly need additional light because I watch a lot of these some shows, or like for example, like uh, um, um, Brothers, Property Brothers, uh, and they mm-hmm. they when they take people out and they're looking for well, looks for that look for that rehab home, and mm-hmm. uh, they easily mm-hmm. can walk in a place and rebuild the thing right in their mind, they see it all, yep. but yep. inevitably when when I look at their clients, they're like, are they out of their minds? What are they talking about? And it's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing to some people just, they, they struggle with trying to capture that visual. Yeah. So by the time they get them back to the office and they show them through computer mock-up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what they finally kind of clicks that way. Mm-hmm. But even in times after seeing that, when they have to make maybe a minor adjustment, that kind of, so clearly with many people, it's not innate to be able to attempt that process initially mm-hmm. so that means like with anything else in life that train ourselves to do it yeah, yeah. and I, ironically I, I it's funny even saying train ourselves it's more like retrain ourselves because the only reason we're not doing it innately because we have the veil still mm-hmm. on the full mm-hmm. consciousness is not present when the full mm-hmm. consciousness and present you will have full blown access but that does not stop you from beginning the journey now if you're curious curious to play with some of this stuff and you're going to be shocked when some of it over time in its own little way begins to work and it takes time it doesn't happen over just like like you know always going to happen overnight but nothing's impossible either but yeah, you know, you say it takes time, but I go back to anything that, you know, is really valuable in that sense. It does mm-hmm. take time, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, that is a 3D aspect as well, though, the whole, it takes time because yeah. that will change as well. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I talk to so many people like, what the heck happened in time? It seemed like it's like flying. By people's mm-hmm. eyes, literally more mm-hmm. so than last year. From the mm-hmm. last couple of years, people I've talked to, it's like, what the heck is going on? Because yeah. it literally feels like flying that time, like the year started and now it's over. Yep. Yep. And uh, boy, you know, that's uh, that's one that you almost it can get by you, and then you you when you are conscious and think about it, then you realize, wow, time is flying. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. 
when you're not aware of it, it just it, it's increasing, and you're not aware of it. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, I oh definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but uh, that's a good thing because again, that's another indication. Yes. That we're getting where we're supposed to be getting to. Yes. You know. Yeah. And so level of a, news in in the air when you look at the news and the string of things that are happening simultaneously mm-hmm. at high, high, high levels. Mm-hmm. And disclosure over many things. There's clearly something rustling around in the media side. There's clearly things continuing to rustle in the banking and mortgage and the money, the financial market as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the indicators of, and those would be examples to me of people that have, uh, have been you know, concentrating for a change in the matrix. Because the changes that we see are evident of, the, the level of global unity is amazing. And the level of prayers and meditations that literally happen 24 hours a day all over this globe is amazing. And people's voices, whether it's on petitions or whatever it needs to necessitate a change, that the activity is happening on a very high level from from a global as more as well as other layers, but definitely there's news indicators that there's some very serious stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd like to uh, check in with the, with the uh, listeners. If anyone would like to come into the Q and A, if you have information to share or a comment or a question. Feel free to star six into the queue. Whereas um, we got about forty-five minutes remaining to the show, so uh, if you want to begin to come into the queue, feel free to throughout the show again. Star six into the queue until such time we'll continue your conversation. So again, star six in. Go ahead, yeah. Mac. Yeah, I was going to say there. There's some things that are kind of out there in the news, so to speak, too. You know, um, current. Um, newsworthy items that kind of fall into some of this conversation that we're talking about. You know, here lately, uh, it's been a kind of an understanding that, well, there was this deal, I'll say was, but it's still current with these bankers, you know, suicides and, mm-hmm. you know, jumping off of buildings and, you know, just. Well, uh, Spago and Bank of America saying he's popping up at a very serious level. I mean, yeah, trending. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just you know, but not just that. Now there's the understanding that now it's this the the news media, it's Mm -hmm. it's becoming to be those people now. Yeah, like back to back to back. It's like whoa, what's going on here? It's Mm -hmm. not just death. It's you know suspensions, firings, all those kinds of things too. So. It's like this whole cleaning house deal yep. that's kind of happening. And, you know, if you're not paying attention, you think, oh, okay, whatever. But if you are paying attention, you can kind of string one. them together. Yeah. Media is a huge one. And, and what's funny to me is how they're, you know, I call them cover stories, you know. Mm-hmm. The understanding, well, yeah, it was this, you know. And he said, you know, just like the Brian Williams thing. The Brian Williams thing is that, that, you know, he lied about this or lied about that, whatever, you know, but, you know, it's a nice cover story. It makes it so that you, you go with that when, you know, there's this 
understanding that, well, when you look at him and, and three or four other guys, it's like, man, that's kind of a coincidence that all these yeah. major guys are not in the position they were in like a month ago, you know? Exactly. Because uh, who was the other big guy? Wasn't was it Rush Limbaugh? I, I seem like I remember something going on it, with him. Mm-hmm. That was a little while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some what, more recent. Some other, you know, they were doing some silly and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, he he does have. I think as recent as within next two weeks, it was some uh, last within last two weeks it was uh, something yeah. with this. So there's activity on him and several others. Yeah. Several. Uh, I'm talking and, about people um, that have been in the game for a minute. To met some some of right. the ones that you thought had an integrity, and when you used to work journalists, you'd call their name out. Yes, and I mean, I guess everyone has a shelf life. I mean, there's probably you know, I won't say that it's 100% involved with the you know, I'll say cover up and and taking those people out of position so that they're no longer in the limelight based upon where this is going. But it just mm-hmm. seems like a lot of those who were, you know, that rock of Gibraltar, so to speak, when mm-hmm. it comes to the media, ah, they're getting rid of them. They're they're going away, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Yep. You know, it's just very interesting. And I'm saying, you know, keep an eye out for that. Definitely. You know, now that it's kind of surfacing that that's kind of what's going on, you're probably going to see some more. Exactly. You know, that... Because some of these people I didn't know were heavyweights, but when they mm-hmm. give their credentials, you're kind of like, wow, this guy, you mm-hmm. know, Pulitzer Prize and all this kind of stuff. It's like, okay, he was somebody or she was somebody. I didn't know who they were, but they were somebody in in that world, you know. Well, it's following the trend because the trend of, of ones that are kind of getting prepared to be picked up or have been picked up there or the heavyweights mm-hmm. at the top level not the at the executive kind of level not yep. the bottom layers of it yes. that's what's consistent about all of those that have been uh, involved with or, or pending to be a part of mass arrest because as people have done this that is mass arrest did not just start it's been going on mm-hmm. for a while well yes. over two years. It's yes. been amplifying within the last year or so, and, and as we progress in time here, but it's been going on for the last couple of years at the higher levels, not the lower levels, which is more important anyway. Well, and when you think about that, you know, if you really kind of, you know, break out your advocates and your calculator and you think about how long this has been going on, mm-hmm. you can see how there's this this massive number of people that are involved in all of that. Yeah. You don't have like five or six people because you kind of need people on all different levels to exactly. make this thing work smoothly. Exactly. So at some point, you know, you can't just necessarily, well, I say you can't, and, that, and that's a bad way to put that because I understand that some of this is happening on a multidimensional level as well. Definitely. So Definitely. you can would have to at this level. It would have yes. to. Yes. So don't don't let your understanding of how many people are involved to say, well, we can scoop all these people up in a matter of a couple of hours. No. See, when you got a certain kind of technology involved, that can happen. Mm-hmm. And that was my understanding of how this thing mm-hmm. will and could occur. That yes. the entire process can be done within like a six-hour period. 
Yeah, when you see the rapid fire nature of it, to amp it up to the level it's been amped up within the last month or so, there's unequivocally something going on with the infamous above and below scenario. Is unequivocally in, in sync, especially because of the level at it, and they're doing it in succession. That's synchronous. You have to synchronize that kind of coordination in order to get the job done correctly and to not have collateral damage. Yep, yep. And and even that, you know, when you think about, you know, like with this whole understanding of these beheadings and these kinds yeah. of things, I'm not saying that, that there are not people that have, you know, passed mm-hmm. on and, and that are losing their life because of all this, essentially some of it being collateral damage, but the ones mm-hmm. that are kind of being promoted, like these yeah. beheadings kinds of things, that's kind of like a distraction thing. And and, and, I'm, and yeah. Captain's talked about this, that that's kind of like a false flag. That's not really what's happening. They're not dying. Right. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's made to look that I gotta way. I got to keep you uh, looking over here. Yes. And believe me, that's going to get your attention. Okay. And this see something like that. I've seen something like that several years back, you know, and it does get your attention. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care who you are, where you've been, what you've seen. You kind of you sit up in your chair when you kind of see that you know live, let's say or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because so, one with yeah. the where they the pilot that they set on fire when it was posted went viral. I wasn't exactly expecting. I just didn't leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, it's like, whoa, <laughs> what is going on here? Is that real? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's time for this mess to stop because that's mm-hmm. beyond over the top. Yeah. And, boy, I tell you, when I see stuff like that, it makes me think of, like, you know, from those who are, let's say, pulling the trigger of saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this. That kind of lets you know who you're dealing with when that is the move, you know. Well, let's cut somebody's head off. Let's set somebody on fire, you know. Like, huh? You know, but, you know, I always use this term. You know, when it comes to things like that, and that is you're trying to think like a killer. You know, you can't think like a killer because you're not a killer. See, so that's like a whole different kind of mentality, a whole different kind of way of handling things. It's not going to make sense. It's not you can't rationalize that. So don't even try. Just understand that you're dealing with something that is not like you. Okay, they are some on a whole nother different realm when it comes to that kind of process to get done what they want to get done. Yeah. You know, and life if you're observing that and, and you know, if you're observing something like that and you know, if you're aware, on, uh, you're aware of the light at that point, to do what you need to do, choose that type of spirit on this planet. Mm-hmm. We can't just let it give the emotional ultimate shock of it all. Because sometimes that can shut you down from action. Hmm. You have to stick to the mission and eradicate the problem. <laughs> yep. And, um, because yeah. this stuff is crazy out out, out here. It and eradicating is. isn't doesn't mean necessarily because then it's things like shining the light on that person mm-hmm. and opening mm-hmm. in that moment that you share the light that it does what you sent it out and intended for it to do. Mm-hmm. 
shed the light on that person's heart. Yep. It's, uh, again, going back to what I said earlier, the whole understanding of how we've been indoctrinated to believe Mm -hmm. how things work. And when we understand that a lot of what we've been told how things work, it's not how they work. So something as very uh, simple as what you stated, you know, setting the intention and Mm -hmm. shining the light in that way, it's something that simple. Mm-hmm. But we kind of have been, you know, indoctrinated that, well, who am I? What can one person do? Yeah. You know, that's the understanding, yeah. you know, and that's wrong. One person can do a lot. That's it is wrong. Absolutely. One person can do a lot, especially if they understand the powers of the universe mm-hmm. that resides within them. And the and more you entertain you, it, the more you'll find, oh, it works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been some examples is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you think, well, yeah, they're special. But when you kind of go deeper into who, and I'm talking about those that have one person has made a difference, they're not like, well, I don't want to try to uh, put, throw shade on someone and kind of try to bring them down. But they're, you know, yeah, they're different in that they understand what we're talking about. But it's not like they're just like, you know, this unbelievable. They're people too. You know, mm-hmm. they just kind of have gone to that next level. It's not like they're just, it, just some extraordinary type of, no, they're people too. Mm-hmm. And each one of us could do that very same thing, like a Martin Luther King or something like that. Yeah. Not wasn't like you know this he's regular guy. He just kind of understood and took it to the next level. And that what he that was resonate resonating around him through him. That's where people had that understanding and would follow and go you know because of that that's how one can do it mm-hmm. it's all that frequency thing well it's it really kind of like is. being in that dark room and somebody turns the light on mm-hmm. and somebody says oh that's not enough light let's turn some more lights on mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty much that simple mm-hmm. really and i mean you know i use dr king as as an example but there's that's happening, let's say, at lower levels as well. Think about, you know, let's say a teacher that you knew that really made an impression on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like that. It's not just, you know, I'm leading, you know, I'm changing the world. It's the small stuff, too. But exactly. it's something that comes through that is that frequency. I'm I'm really kind of tuning into that that part. Yes, because it charges charges you up when you shine the light and all that comes with the process of that. You're amplifying all of that, and part of all of that is the energy, the frequency, and the vibration. Mm-hmm. And you're exciting it, and you're tenderizing it, mm-hmm. and you're amplifying, mm-hmm. and it will continue to amplify the higher that you go in that state of mind, mm-hmm. in that state of consciousness. In your heart. Yep. And I tell you, you know, if 
when it comes to uh, the whole idea, well, you know, who am I? I can't make a difference. How can I? Some of it is just that belief, that understanding that you can. So when you get mm. past the I can't and you go to the I can, there you go. You're on your way. It's kind of just that simple. But like I say, mm. we kind of been indoctrinated that, oh, you can't. One person can't do it. You know, so don't even try. It, you know, I hate to say to some degree that has worked up to this point, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, that, oh, well, one person can't make a difference. Exactly. Yeah, but that's, just understand, that's not true, okay? And there are so true. many examples of how it's not true. I think anyone listening to, can point out someone that puts a hole in that, you know, someone you know mm-hmm. have met that you say, "Wow, man, you there's something about you." You know what I mean? That's that. Mm-hmm. But they're 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 just a regular person. They're you know they're not whatever, you know. So yeah, it can happen, absolutely. Exactly. Well, yeah, President President Obama in his first first time when the the executive thought uh, that he had drafted to uh, equalize the pay for women, the uh, mm-hmm. Lily Ledbetter law. That mm-hmm. was one person who continued to fight. She wasn't going to shut up. She wasn't going to sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. She was going to let that fight and that light within her keep her ignited. To to be honored to such a degree that the president writes up an executive order to equalize it for all women. That's the power of one. Yep. Yep. Who ignited other lights to help support her. This is my thing. I wonder about that. You know, when you are, like, in that space, like, do you know or does it just happen? I think what a lot of people, it just happens. Other people have to kind of be coached. Mm -hmm. But to some people, I think it just happens. Mm Mm-hmm. When people have a better understanding of the importance of it, I think over time, when more and more of the history connects those dots. Because mm-hmm. for each person, the connection level is different. Some yeah. hear a couple of words and hey, I've been waiting to hear that from somebody for so long mm-hmm. and other people mm-hmm. long. It's mm-hmm. a process. Mm-hmm. And that's not a problem. It's different yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like that. I agree with that, mm-hmm. you know. Because, you know, I've said this many times, we're not robots. We're not all the right. same. We're all different, by the way. So, yeah, so it wouldn't be any one way that it could happen, let's say. No. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean. But the sooner the better. Lord knows the sooner the better. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow. This is, this is, this is interesting. You know, uh, mm-hmm. some of the things that you see uh, on TV really shine a light when you think about some of the things that are being revealed. Okay, um, mm-hmm. my understanding of, you know, see, okay, when you talk about the White House, and I have this um, this description, and this was something that I saw on Business Insider is where I saw it. And I just find that to be kind of interesting that they would kind of, bring out that kind of detail. But what it did was it shows the White House and it kind of breaks it down. Like, 
okay, this is where this is. This is on this floor. This is how many yeah. floors there are. I was like, wow, that's uh Yeah, I didn't like that. I think his channel did that. I'm like that come on, it's like come on. Is, is the light on and anybody said, Why are you doing that? Seriously. Yeah, I think I'm like, wow, that's kinda I mean I I just I don't know. It was too much. That that was I just that's too much. And, you know, this is where the, the Oval Office is and the blue room, the green room. And, you know, it's just breaking it all the way down. I'm like, wow, this is this is kind of um, telling me probably more than I should know. I'm just exactly. to know all that, you know. That so. should remain in this is above your prey grade scenario. Yeah. I, just, I, I said, I well, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? Yeah. But, <laughs> I, guess, I mean, they've done the same thing with uh, the uh, – well, it's say Air Force One, but, you know, the planes that they use that become Air Force yep. One. Yeah. Yep. And thinking, wow. And the limo, too. And the limo. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what do they call that thing? I forget the name. Beast. They, the Beast. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, but I guess, you know, just like with a lot of things, you know, it's declassified, as they say, but the real stuff. They don't tell you, but you know, I don't know. Um, I my understanding is that there is access from the White House to um, multi-dimensional um, aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, they don't get into all that. No. So I guess that's when I say the real stuff. That's the real stuff. You know, so, some of the articles I saw last last week let me know they're definitely inching a whole lot closer because some of the things that were released from that level last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's. Uh... So was it, you know, was it was John Panetta? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. came from him. Stuff from him. I was yeah. like, oh, really? So we're really going there. Mm-hmm. When I saw that article and several other articles at an extremely high level mm-hmm. with that kind of reporting, I'm like, we must be around the corner. Hmm. Yeah, this, the, you know, and you said it, you know, how this is whole, this whole thing is kind of like escalating. Oh, you know, and an accelerated rate. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a few different things, just like what I opened up with, with this deal with Stephen Greer, basically, you know, uh, sending this uh, information to the president, basically saying, you know, I understand that we have the ability to do these things. When are you going to let this stuff come forward? It's like, huh? You know, you're really going there with it? You know? Mm-hmm. Almost, I won't. It's not like a threat or anything like that. But it's like I know about this. When are you gonna tell people? That's kind of the position mm-hmm. he was taking. And I'm like, wow, that's that's kind of bold, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's almost then, like, well, if you don't tell them, I will, because I know. It's kind of like exactly. that, you know? It's like, wow. But again, that kind of lets you know that we we got to be really close. I know that that's come out many times, but when you look at all the different ways that it seems like this could kind of come forward, it's not just one place where it looks like, oh, yeah, he's going to drop the bomb here because of this. No, it's like all, it's like a lot of things that are going on here. Yeah. A lot. Of, and the level of dissent coming, um, 
towards Netanyahu at a global mm-hmm. and internally in at home. Boy, oh boy. It's, at, it's rising like crazy. Yes. And, well, you know, the whole understanding of, like, who he is and how yep. what he's connected to, how this plays into this whole thing. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. he's one that's kind of been way under the radar, even though he wasn't under the radar, you know. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of coming forward to who he is, who he's connected to, what's involved with it. It's kind of like, oh, people starting to know kind of who you are now, what, you know. Well, here's the sad part about it, and this is a part of how important it is to when we get that beck and call to do something in the process. Because I remember the information coming about him being war, criminal, all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. But this time it's going to stick. Mm-hmm. And we're, well, we talked about where we are now. It has a lot to do with just that understanding that for one thing, more people are paying attention. Yes. You know, whereas before it's kind of like, who? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. netting somebody, whatever. Now people are like, well, let's dig up everything we can on him now. You know, mm-hmm. they don't just blow it off. They get all the way to the bottom of the, of the thing here. Well, they went to the it, – it, well, he pushed the level when he did what he did to Gaza. Because the support mm-hmm. for Gaza right now is extraordinarily high. And mm-hmm. when Gaza protected themselves by going to the international court months ago, mm-hmm. with all the evidence, mm-hmm. um, the, and action has been in motion since that time, mm-hmm. he knows the gig is up. And I know he's trying to do the infamous last of Ross thing up. Hmm. But to sit around and watch at a global level, at a local level, internal to him, uh, within that community there that has dramatically changed support mm-hmm. that they once had. Mm-hmm. Yes. That has yes. dramatically changed. Mm-hmm. And it's things mm-hmm. like that that when you look and you add the other connected dot pieces to the story about changes in current events, then you see that there's definitely something going on. Uh-huh. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Because he's a big yeah. one. Yeah, he, oh, most definitely. So many and, come down with him. So many. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And even for me, I didn't, uh, you know, just like we say, with respect to, like, everyone else, you know, even I've learned more about, you know, his who he's connected to and what's been done and, you know, just more detail. And as mm-hmm. you find out more detail, then you really realize, well, wait a minute, how are you still breathing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, with all that's going on with you and, oh, man, it's really something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, who knows what this tipping point is. And if there's, I, you know, I don't believe that there will necessarily be any one thing, but to some degree, it will. It is one thing because it's multiple things. But one of those multiple things will, I guess, essentially tip it over mm-hmm. to where it's like, okay, here we go. You know, oh, yeah. now is is the proper time. All right. Yeah. And you would have to pretty much simultaneously in serious synchronization unleash. 
And I think we're running up chapel. When I not watch, when you watch UFO, UFO disclosure, mm-hmm. damn near overnight within the last few weeks, go from soft to medium to damn near mm-hmm. full blown. Mm-hmm. I was at, yeah. that was the, that chatted off on your, on your little notes. Yeah. Because that's about mm-hmm. how fast it happened. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it's, it's 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 well I, I, for lack of a better way of putting it it's governmental now and what i mean by that is that it's being brought mm-hmm. forward on a level to where it's not just people in the back room talking i mean this is like right out front exactly. when are we going to put this out here you know it's, it's kind of like that now exactly yeah so i and and it, any other time, I would say it probably would kind of blow over, but the mm-hmm. kind of the way people are now Awake. aware, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's not going to blow over. That's not going to happen this time. Yeah, yeah. People so. have had enough. Now, the other trend that I've been kind of watching last almost, going on almost three weeks now, mm-hmm. It was not in vain the lies lost with we talking Trayvon Merkin, were you talking Ferguson? Because I am seeing a very nice creeping trend towards uh, um, charging these net cases. Mm-hmm. They're showing up in courts. I've been seeing articles. They hit, they go to court, and the judge down there throwing the book at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a consistent pattern daily creeping yeah. in yeah. of that kind of pattern. Yeah, and and that goes back to where you basically you're saying, you know, people are not taking it anymore. Where it's just you're just blatantly not going to do anything, and people are saying, I don't think so, not exactly. not anymore. You know, exactly. Yeah, yep. That warmed my heart when I started noticing trend a few weeks ago. I'm like, I I know God is stepping in now mm-hmm. because this this scenario is so far out of control. I don't even have words for it. When you mm-hmm. go to the point where you blame me that that case with a seven-year-old where the um, the police officer walked in there and charged past the grandmother, mm-hmm. and he shot that baby in the head while she was asleep. Mm-hmm. We're yep. not supposed to be even knowing, hearing, thinking, imagining, any kind of nothing. That should not be happening. No. No. Yeah, and boy, it's just like, what is the, what's the message? I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. What, what is the whole? What are you? What's the point? What are you trying to accomplish by allowing this to happen like that? It, is it the fear factor? I mean, I would guess it would have to be the fear factor to where you just you don't want to move because of that. Yeah, and to some degree, that does work. But, you know, on, only on the surface, I'll say. Right. Because that's just not going to fly anymore. No. And and like you say, it's evidence of it where now it's like, okay, we got to, we got to, well, let's put it this way. I don't know if they're fixing it overall, but fixing it to the point where we got to at least show that we're trying to do something here to mm-hmm. get this thing turned around. Because mm-hmm. this hasn't been happening. Well, no, I can't say that. I can't say that that hasn't been happening in the past. It's just more visible now. Right. Everything is more amplified. 
It, it is clearly not that these things have not been occurring, mm-hmm. but there's more light mm-hmm. being shown into to darkness of it. Yeah. And we need to send more light to expose more of it, yeah. to be a part of it. It's not us. We're just part of the chain involved with ushering that light going in in order to diminish that which has ill intent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I could see why and how this whole understanding of, well, you know, this, this this curtail, let's shut down, let's, you know, filter the Internet. And the understanding is that is how this part of the way that more things are being exposed that were not exposed before. Exactly. One thing can happen. I don't, it can happen anywhere. It doesn't have to be somewhere popular or whatever. And in five minutes, it's all around the world. Mm-hmm. That's five. a beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So now nothing is hidden. What mm-hmm. used to be kind of, you know, in the dark, it's, you, people got cameras on their phones. I mean, just everywhere. So, yeah, it's just like I say, it can happen in a dark alley. It's around the world. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Technology yeah. in general is a good thing. The problem is the ill intent of whoever choose to tamper with whatever they choose to tamper with. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. They're just like, you know, Montana Santa when they warp mine somehow mm-hmm. thought of a methodology of messing around with our food for some warp mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. And thank God I'm seeing more and more reports. The farmers that were succumbing because of the pressure and intimidation, they're now mm-hmm. fighting back like crazy and growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to tamper with our food, like seriously? Mm-hmm. Yes. And boy, I tell you, it. you realize the power of someone like that when... How long has this kind of been an issue, but it hasn't gone away yet? See, that lets you know that they have uh, uh, enough power to kind of keep it going. And Really, being... mainly locally here in the U.S. because international, like crazy right. within the last few years, yeah. Yeah. they've canceled yeah. them the hell out. They've yes. written legislation to not allow it, to ban it on all kinds of, just like McDonald's has been getting hit internationally because mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are aware of what they did. There are countries, mm-hmm. I'm aware of about, I think, four, almost up to four countries now mm-hmm. that they have thrown them out of their country and not said, mm-hmm. you cannot come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the thing. Again, I go back to, you know, these people that are going down. The CEO took the hit for that. But, you know, that's from a surface perspective, like, oh, yeah, sales are dropping, so we're going to get rid of you. But I don't care who's in there. You know what I mean? With with mm-hmm. what is coming out, you're not saving anything. No. Now that the cat's out of the bag on this, I don't care who's running the shit. You can't pull it back in, kind of like a typical, <laughs> when you know, once you know something, you know something. Yeah, yep. And it's out the there public now. knows. I don't know how you think you can hide it now. We know where you're going on the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you notice their campaigns now completely yes. going I've in a whole other direction. Yeah, it's like trying to save that sinking ship. Pretty much. 
Yeah. I've found it beyond comical to watch the current campaigns and, and whatnot. Some of them are very intense mm-hmm. and whatnot, but you, we're not that stupid anymore. Yeah. The damage control you think you're doing is not working. We see through it. And guess what? We knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And the yep. pattern of, yep. of the message never changes anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They even recently tried to throw something in by preempting it by saying, oh, these healthy. We don't trust anything. Kind of like when you go to that court mm-hmm. and it just says you came in with dirty hands. You guys mm-hmm. came. We're saying you came in with dirty hands. So you mm-hmm. can't present anything at this point that's going to yep. be palatable to any guest on body. People mm-hmm. like you know, countries, other than you know that. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of, when it comes to that kind of stuff, we're kind of the last ones to kind of get on board. Yeah. You know, because of our country's veil in general. How things are filtered and whatnot. You know, but just by the simple fact of this whole social media thing, like I say, it can start in in an alley over here, but it can also start somewhere in another country and filter to us too. So we're seeing that now, mm-hmm. that where it may have been hidden before, you know, so it works both ways. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. No, well, that's, that's the beauty of it, of it all. And many mm-hmm. and more and more are those of uh, the light that infiltrate just all the systems. Mm-hmm. That way, all the, the light is shining and permeating everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's how integral a part of the change we are. Let mm-hmm. our light shine wherever. Let it permeate wherever we go. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we are a part. We have been having a lot of help to get us here thus far. But we are also a part of that help. We're a part of our own rescue. Yeah. yeah. Think of it that way. Yeah. No, I agree. And that goes back to when we're talking about the whole, well, well, what can one person do? Well, that's kind of where that's at. One person is one person, but collectively, but essentially it's each one person is part of it, you know? And that kind of goes back to my whole thing about the awareness of that. You kind of have to be aware that, oh, I actually can make a difference. Me, just little old me, so to speak. Can make a difference, you know. Yeah. Mhm. Especially an awakened little old me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You bring mm-hmm. more power to the table for the betterment of the of everyone. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And imagining and understanding and knowing that everyone I'm talking about is everyone within Mother Gaia and everyone in the universe, because that's where we come from. That's yeah. our family. In it. Yeah. In the world, not of. The world. That little light that each of us possesses is powerful. To imagine that and understand the concept we are co creators. Why? Because we are gods and goddesses. Might not exactly remember it right now, but that's what we are. And we operate at that level. In our fullness. In our fullness. So just imagine it slowly over the course of time until the ultimate of when everyone, all is kind of in sync with the uh, full consciousness. Those that begin to play with now sometimes don't understand how powerful. Well, golly, if I turn on earlier, then I can help more. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. all, it's all bigger than us. The whole thing is 
bigger than us. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. That just needs us to be awake to help and save our own self. You know, that's Mm -hmm. kind of something I hit on. um, I can't remember exactly when now. But, you know, just that understanding that everything's connected, you know. And you don't necessarily even have to know that. I mean, that's nice to know. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're kind of, you know, I'll say this, if you're concentrating on, you know, not so much the external part of how things are going on, but working on the internal you part of things, that affects that whole connection thing and raising your awareness, consciousness, um, it does go out. So you don't even have to know it. Just get mm-hmm. you straight. And it, all the other mm-hmm. stuff will kind of take care of itself, so to speak. That's kind of, exactly. you know, what's really up. Now, if you're conscious and you want to, you know, actively do that, that's one thing. But you don't necessarily even have to even be necessarily aware of all that, you know. You, you could be. You don't have to be, though. Some people because... don't want to know at that. Yeah. But what yeah. does, this is my level. I'm good for now. Mm-hmm. You know, I ride with you and everything, but I'm not ready to go travel on to the PhD level or whatever, or the mm-hmm. 20th level. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Because I know what happens sometimes as people begin to hear this, sometimes people begin to question themselves to the point where almost they're beginning to beat up on themselves a little. Why don't I know? It, at whatever level and place you're at, you take it there and go at your own comfort zone. Mm-hmm. No one's going to stand and beat you over the head with a bug or anything like that in your own organic, spiritual, metaphysical time. Mm-hmm. Because doing it that way, God knew to do it that way, that's the best for you to slowly, over time, embrace it, become passionate, become at peace with it, be in harmony with it. That takes time. That does not happen overnight. Let me snap my fingers and you're ready to rock. It doesn't necessarily happen like that at all. Yeah. So there'll and, be and no reason to question yourself. None. And, and you know, just what you're saying there, you know, you're not the only one who may feel that way. So you're exactly. connecting kind of like to those who are at that frequency, mm-hmm. let's say, and moving them along at that pace in a like a collective little pocket, so to speak. The whole idea is to kind of move everyone up, but not everyone mm-hmm. is going to fly to the top, so to speak. Okay? Some will kind of cruise mm-hmm. along a little bit. Some moving a little faster. Some move a little faster than that. So it's all important, though. Everybody yeah. is important. Yeah. Not just Everybody. the ones who are moving fast or at the top or whatever. Everybody's important. Exactly. And truly understand the guru that you search externally lives internally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because when you keep getting too focused on that outside, which was part of our fall, idol worship. Mm -hmm. Idol worship, looking at things we just really had no business wasting our time on. Yes. Shouldn't have even been bothered with it. Yep. Yep. But, say, but that's, 
Mm-hmm. That's too much like right though. <laughs> you know, it it is you know, why would you know again, kinda of, that's kinda of like this whole concept. Why would I tell you the the part that's gonna mess me up? <laughs> yeah. And those who kinda created this whole holographic yeah. um reality, I'm not gonna tell you that because that's messing myself up. So I'm gonna tell exactly. you the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm messing up and exposing my agenda if I let you know. Mm-hmm. If I let you know how powerful you are, mm-hmm. someone else taking away your power that you didn't even know you had, mm-hmm. and you signed the contract also that you don't have any recall at whatsoever that you had. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to yep. take on. It is. Oof. Yeah, that, that whole contract thing, that's a tough one there. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> I remember myself jumping yeah. back to it every now and then because it's like, mm-hmm. okay. So what, did somebody pop me over the head and, and mm-hmm. then I tried to wake up and they say, guess what, you you just signed the contract you, you have no recall yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, well, why would I do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the beauty uh, is a guide sending people out in order in such a time as this to say, they really had unfair footing, mm. despite the fact that we volunteered for it on top of it. But <laughs> right, yep, that's what I'm saying. Why would I do that? You know, you got volunteer for this, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. But now that but, you got the call, you know, to to activate and try to find your way back home, <laughs> but you don't even remember you had that home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Mhm. You know, it's kind of like what I my understanding of, and this kind of plays into this is that you know when you pass, the understanding of is that then you know all the answers. Yeah. Yes. You know, so it's kind of like that. You know, then you understand well why you did it and that yep. I did do it and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the whole that the the, the, the full awareness. Of being aware of the classic critic, and that's at that moment. And there are people that know here, so it depends on, you know, where one's curiosity bug lies as to whether they're going to see. There's tons of people that are more than aware of that, and mm-hmm. and what because they just the curiosity bugging and just wouldn't the rest. But there's mm-hmm. other other people they they may not be ready for that at the time. Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. People go at whatever pace they want to. Yep. But do yep. understand in that time is of the essence, literally, mm. sincerely. Yes, yes. You know, cruising is okay, okay, because everyone is different and work at different speeds and so on and so forth. But there is an urgency about this thing here too, okay. It's mm-hmm. there. I, there's no other way to put it. There is an urgency. Okay, because mm-hmm. okay, well, what is the urgency? The urgency is is that you know things are accelerating, okay, so yes. as they're accelerating, we get closer to that point, that thing, that it thing that we keep talking about, so mm-hmm. why why worry about if if we get there today or tomorrow what is and if you can eliminate or Lessen, soften the shock mm-hmm. and awe. 
it's just a better transition. That's the urgency exactly. for me. That's my understanding. Let's eliminate some of the shock and awe. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make it a smooth transition, yeah. which I don't believe it won't be smooth, but let's smooth it well, out. I believe we first. should call it because I've been laying that one in, in prayer, you know, especially when, when Kevin has reminded us, and I, I've seen it in other writing postings as well, but it's reminded us we're going to have a little moment in time there. Done during that potential, you know, um, five to two week scenario, things might get a, a little interesting. Mm-hmm. But knowing mm-hmm. that, if you feel you are aware of the potential of your ability to prayer, intention mm-hmm. to get answers, to cast energy, mm-hmm. let's put that out there. Because yeah. I think, I, I earnestly take it as we have been through enough. My preference would be we have a smooth, peaceful uh-huh. transition. Mm-hmm. People are too far on the edge of that mountain, barely holding on with their freaking fingertips. Yeah. I don't think people need to, any additional stuff at the end of the at the end of the course, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I say I put that. I know people can join me, but I've already started casting that one out there earnestly in my heart because I think people have been through enough is enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And those that are aware of certain things, this help cover them more, a little bit more for it to be a smooth, peaceful transition. Just like this past, the advantage that the universe took of Valentine's Day being a special day to many mm-hmm. people all over the world, to take that as a day to put in a high order decree request that everybody pray in their hearts and meditate that we have peace on earth now to literally usher it in mm-hmm. because we are more, more and more from one moment to the next, our ecosystem has increased and in its ability to support what we want to manifest. That's powerful when we really understand what we're talking about is taking the power of thought and allowing that thought of that peace and that harmony that we want to see and feel, that we feel in our heart to manifest it into existence to the degree that is tangible to us. So if that means a park down the street from you, so like, okay, Here's a little work, a little maintenance to it turning into what God would have initially intended to be a place of such beauty that your mind could not comprehend. Mm-hmm. A, place, a place of such beauty that the flowers and the beauty within you will see the energy, frequency, and vibration. Because that's what we're talking about, that the earth is transitioning to. That's what we're talking about, literally. Mm-hmm. But we're a part of, in our thoughts and in our hearts, putting that out there, letting the universe know we want that. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting. We're not resisting to that. We want that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that ties in, uh, if I can interject that, um, mm-hmm. into something of my understanding of where this is going. And you kind of have to use your imagination because we have not experienced this. We don't know what that is. And that is that this earth will become a pristine place. Mm -hmm. We don't know anything about that right now Mm -hmm. where, you know, the chemicals are out of the water. The chemicals are out of the food. You know, uh, things grow like they're supposed to. 
and and you know that's what I mean by pristine. You know, like the 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 ground has nourishment in it, and what fruit and things grow out of it are, you know, nutritious to our body. Those kinds of things. We really don't know what that's all about. We we don't understand that. That's what we're kind of trying to get to as well. Mm-hmm. A place where it's safe in that aspect, not just from people and things like that, but safe from our own environment, let's say. Exactly. The air, clean, okay? That kind of thing. And everything being transitioned that optimizes who we are, who we are as beings and who we are as angelic beings. And how we survive and what's optimal for those gifts and to do what too much is given, much is required in the capacity of those beings. So living in an ecosystem and eating in a way in the land providing that which supports all of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, That's yep. the beauty we're talking about. You, some of you have, or some of you haven't. Basically, we're talking about transitioning. The original intent was for this to be heaven. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the reality of the matrix we're talking about, transitioning mm-hmm. back to God's original intent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's powerful. It is because it's you can only kind of imagine it, but exactly. we can actually live it, experience it, not just think about it and hope for it. It's that's our I I say our present our our future, but it's our now because yes, that's we're there, so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of part of it too, realizing that we're there. So mm-hmm. that's the, the 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 amazing part of this is that realizing that all that stuff I talked about, the clean air, the water, the, all that. It's like you don't have to imagine it. It's 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 here, okay? It's something that we will know mm-hmm. and experience. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Okay? And I didn't say anything about any money. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking about money. Okay. Talking I'll something take, that that money couldn't buy. Yeah, I'll take that over money any day. Cause it's kind of like essentially when you think about money, that's supposedly what money supposedly buys. All those things. See. When but really, really it doesn't. It, if yeah, a person ever doesn't. had the opportunity to get see a really good authentic interview from somebody that carries. A, a lot of money consistently with any interview I've listened to like that. A lot of time when they get posed the question, but are you happy? Mm-hmm. The answer mm-hmm. is not always yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of the time it's no. Yep. 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 Or it's a yes, but, you know, it's a caveat yes. to, you know, it's all these problems. Like I worry about it, you know, like all this stuff comes with it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember the rich guy couldn't fit through the eye of the needle. Mm-hmm. So clearly that wasn't the passageway in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. It's just a tool. Mm-hmm. 
And it's such a blessing to be still be in a moment of the now that we know that's going to come, but that's not the first thing that should be in our minds, our hearts, or our thoughts. Uh-huh. Seek ye first. My sheep know me by my voice. That's first. Uh-huh. So if he's kind of like, if you just do that a little bit, all these things shall come thereafter. Uh-huh. I'm not even asking you guys for a whole lot. I'm asking you for so little. Yeah. And it's something that each can actually give. It's not something you can't give, you know. You just have to be willing to give it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for some of you, some of you might, might feel, you know, some... When you sit back in a quiet place, in a quiet moment, and you sit back and you contemplate, doesn't it seem like time is moving fast? I'm feeling certain things or perceiving things in a different way I never have before. Those are signs and evidence of the other things that are going on that help us in this process. They're things you cannot see. But guess what? If you begin to peak curiosity, to open from one door to another, to be open to the ability of being in higher dimensions, it is clearly things you can see at the higher that you cannot, you cannot see at the lower dimensions. And that's exciting to me. That's an exciting little treasure hunt to go on. Yes, I agree. You know, I've always kind of been a believer in that. When you know how something works. Exactly. And kind of like what we're talking about is how things work. You know, but this Mm -hmm. is not the kind of stuff that you've kind of been told how things work. We may know how a machine works or something like that, your car or whatever. And that applies to those kinds of things as well. When you know how your car works, you can make it work better and and more efficient and Mm -hmm. help you do what it's designed to do. Well, this is kind of the same thing. When you kind of know how this stuff works, then you can kind of know how to make it work better and make it work better for you. But if it's never been explained, then you just don't know and it just kind of it doesn't work for you because you don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of what I like about it, the understanding of how all this stuff works and exactly. how it all kind of connects together and operates. Exactly. That's and it. I'll even go back to when you started with, in the beginning of the show when you were talking about where we, what, uh, how do we resolve these different things. That mm-hmm. is the how. Mm-hmm. Tapping into our internal, truly internal. We tap, when you tap into it, you'll know that because you'll have that sense of a knowing and an understanding. Mm-hmm. And you can even begin to visualize and see an entire universe resides within you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds a little cliche-ish, you know. Mm-hmm. It does, but it's, it is what it is. Yeah, it's called relax and let it go. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, that's why I go back to the, you know, come to me as into a child. Because sometimes mm-hmm. if we come too much in that adult place that's already been programmed 
with certain information and ways of being and behaviors, you can wind up leaving that door open and closed throughout your entire life. Mm. Until you take that moment to come to me as in a child, think like a child. Mm-hmm. And well, receive that's, that's, it at that level, it can be a little minute sometimes. That, that's a big one for me right there because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what sticks in my mind whenever I think about that concept. For me, I always remember being told this and I always remember telling my child this mm-hmm. as a small person you tell small people you can be and do anything you want to be mm-hmm. well I mean do we really mean that when we say that and if we do when does it stop it shouldn't stop it's not supposed to stop but for some reason mm-hmm. we believe that it stops but it doesn't stop so that you can be and do anything you want to be. That's still true. It's still true. Exactly. So that's kind of one of those things you kind of have to bring it back, so to speak. Yes. You know, because I'm sure you were probably told it. You just may not remember it. Yeah, See? you got to sit back and enjoy the child in you every now and then. You sit, sit back and you kick back sometimes and just observe children. They are absolutely Mm -hmm. hilarious. Yes. What's even more profound is when you just sit back in the cut and you begin to truly hear and listen to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. There's some pretty uh, profound, astounding, and all kinds of things that Mm -hmm. you will hear come out of their mouth. And how Mm -hmm. simply they can interpret. Sometimes adults think certain subject matter it's too complicated for them. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily true. No, no. It really isn't. Yeah. Yep. What really touched me about what uh, Willie Whitefeather, uh, I say, speaking from the uh, Indian Native, Native American perspective, that mm-hmm. part of one of the roles of a shaman is to listen and observe to children mm-hmm. with high regard. Mm-hmm. None of that shut down, you don't belong in a room, that kind mm-hmm. of scenario mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the first kind of baseline places you go to construct and maintain your community. Mm-hmm. That tribe. Mm-hmm. is that utmost respect of the words out of the mouth of babes. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's As funny. opposed to shutting them down. You said something. It made me think about a commercial. And now that you said that, it brings that commercial to mind. And essentially, that's kind of what their message was. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's there, there's this commercial that's there, and it's talking about this, uh, uh, I think it's like a hedge fund or a marketing company. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and, the, and the boy is a, it's a, it's dad and son, and they're in the car. And they're talking about, he's like, well, what, what does this guy do for you? Well, son, he helps me, you know, manage my money. And, it's, and, the, and the boy asked him, he's like, well, what happens if you don't make any money? Do you still pay him? And, the, and his father says, well, yeah, I still pay him. And the little boy says, well, if he's not making you any money, then why do you still pay him? And the dad looks like, hmm, that's a good question. Why do I? You know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's, the child is kind of like teaching him something. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 
And I noticed that a nice little trend of campaigns like that from several different uh, vendors nowadays. Mm-hmm. Several of them. And I think that's very interesting to watch that trend. I actually like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we can't always disregard them. Right. They're people, too. <laughs> they get on our nerves, yes, you know, but that's part of the development. Sometimes you, you, we need to take a time out and recharge and everything, mm-hmm. but they can say some serious stuff. Mm-hmm. For them, it's the trial and error thing, but that doesn't mean they're just, you know, irrelevant. Right. It's just trial and error. Exactly. Yeah. Because yep. they're really so precious. Mm-hmm. And part of that's effort that over the within the last five years or so, kids that are now entrepreneurs making all kinds of crazy mad money. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yes. That would blow your mind. Kids that ain't, it's not even going to be a concept for them if, to go to college or the concern of paying for college. When you got kids popping out of elementary, junior high school, and high school that are freaking millionaires. Mm-hmm. Multi, multi-millionaires. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple kids out yeah. there got tech companies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not just the tech stuff. Some of them have, like, uh, retail things that they're yes, doing. Uh, they uh, have that kind of marketing. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. So that shows the value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because part of the indoctrination was not really to think by the heart. It's like, oh, look a certain way in the suits that you wear. Men and women fit a certain colors, black, brown, navy blue. Everybody, and all this stuff that they say you have to be to be successful by their perception. I sure I'm glad we're ushering in a world where it's going to be by the heart. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the companies that do not move to the light, the new paradigm, they're probably not going to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, that for some reason, uh, that certain words hit me a certain way. And I just thought about something that Dr. King said. You know, he talked about, you know, and this is kind of similar, but, you know, it just was a powerful statement when he talked about not the color of your skin, but the content of your mm-hmm. character. That exactly. kind of lends into that. It's, yes. you know, that's basically kind of like what he was saying. Don't mm-hmm. judge me by that. Look at my heart. Look at who, what's inside of me. What's who I am. Never mind all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's up. And we used to kind of have that in, in even within our own time, our, grand, our, 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 grand, our parents and our grandparents. It was, you wanted people in the neighborhood, come on over. I mean, they knew your name. Mm, yeah, oh, yes. Yes. And you knew their name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They knew about yep. your community. Yep. Evolving back to a time like that is so precious. hmm Because that yep. was a special time. A time where, yeah, police were doing things, but the police also kind of knew you. They knew your mother. You pay, they knew your parents, your grandparents. Mm-hmm. And then they came over Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And they, they primarily they they helped you. I, that's what I remember. Yes. They helped you. Yes. That's the biggest thing I can remember. They helped you. Yes. It wasn't the 
don't break the law or I'm going to have to take you in. It wasn't that. It was, you know, uh, this is kind of like what you need to do. Or, you know, let me help you fix your bike or I'll give you a ride home or whatever, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. So when all that crazy stuff went like that, what hurt me is like you guys are hurting the good guys. Because mm-hmm. you're all good guys, cops out there. They really are. Mm-hmm. Yep. The one that sees your kid going down the wrong path and takes the time to counsel them. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, they helped you in multiple mm-hmm. ways. But it was just essentially yes. they were helpers. Yes. They knew that there was a law and all these kinds of things like that. But based upon that, they helped you to understand the do's and the don'ts. They weren't just like, oh, you broke the law too bad. You yeah. know, let me put the cuffs on or whatever. It's like, wait a minute, you know. It's crazy. To knowing that we're, we're transitioning to a time that holds dear those kinds of quality, that level of integrity, it's a beautiful thing. I'm really looking forward to that because um, you know, it's very easy to point out all the negatives, you know. That's exactly. Not a, that's not a tough one. But to know and understand that, you know, so just like some of the things we were talking about, getting back to that, you know, because mm-hmm. to some degree, you kind of almost forget mm-hmm. like that it, it can be that way and that at one time, it, to some degree, it was that way. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 very much ready for that. So five minutes a day to go I'm, towards that end, those that beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. That's not asking much. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say we're not doing it, but at the rate of craziness that's trying to be be presented to distract mm-hmm. our attention. This is part of why the urgency is, oh, let's turn on as many lights as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to keep repeating this. We know how this goes. Yeah. Yep. Don't want to look at this picture anymore changing channel. But no, if we seriously sit back and and begin to in a quiet place, you will really feel that there's a change. You will feel that we are not alone. But you got to get in certain spaces to really begin to feel that, like a mist or something just embracing you, engulfing you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Max, you want to share with everybody? Uh, so we all are going to remain on the universal. Uh, yeah, because we were down to, what, number 18, I think? 18 or 19. Well, uh, we'll be oh. starting off on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Um, I um, Hold on one second. I mm-hmm. have to pull that in, and I can tell you exactly. Alrighty, go there. And we were... At, we were going to discuss moving forward from 18. So there's two of the universal laws, and then I had um, some of the metaphysical, which was essentially uh, there's six of the. Let me see. Let me make sure there's six. Hold on a second. I just want to make sure. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
see. Um, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. And again, everyone's welcome. We've really been having a good time. We get a lot of information on those Wednesday calls where Max is going through universal and metaphysical law. Yeah. And uh, it's since that's what we're basic, basically evolving, transitioning into, the earlier the conversation starts to better. So if anyone's thought of any questions from last week to this week, feel free to jot that down so you can bring it to the table. And uh, Max, did you want to go ahead and uh, wrap us up and so we can begin to close out? And again, everyone reminding you, you're more than welcome to pop, pop in and share time with us on uh, on Wednesdays. And then we'll be back with the grab back captain on Friday. Go ahead, Max. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to say that I really enjoyed the uh, conversation and the call this evening. I wasn't quite sure where it would go. I, you know, I'm always kind of uh, dibbling and dabbling into a lot of different things along with some of the other projects as far as research that I'm working on. So to be able to bring something that is uh, relevant to the to the conversation and the call and also you know kind of sticking to what I consider to be my theme of you know kind of connecting the dots and answering those kind of questions so to eliminate this maybe kind of what I call the confusion factor of you know not really knowing where does this fit and why is this such a thing that's happening to kind of maybe answer those questions whether or not that is true is, you know, will only pan out through time. And I like to say that, you know, truth comes, you know, typically over time to where it shows itself to be that. So that's yeah. kind of how you'll know. You know, you may not know today, but truth will show itself in time. So um, with uh, with that information, I, I'll just say that um, I, 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 I'm tr I try to come with um, – some, um, I'll say, I'll just say a quote. I'm not necessarily a quote guy, but some of them kind of stand out for me that I try to use to maybe help set, you know, a certain um, mindset and maybe help to kind of move some of this other information along to maybe see, well, yeah, you talk about all this stuff, but how does that work for me? Or what does that do for me? And sometimes these things, I think, kind of um, help in that. So this is what I have. If you love what you do, and if you believe in what you do, others will share your enthusiasm. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you love what you do, and if you believe in what you do, others will share in your enthusiasm. And that almost kind of relates to that whole connectivity thing. Because if you love what you do and you believe in what you do, your frequency is up. You're in a high state. So it kind of connects to other people and raises them as well. So that kind of ties into that a little bit. But that just kind of maybe brings it down to earth a little bit. And, you know, typically when you are engaged in something, you have that enthusiasm and it becomes an infectious kind of thing. So that's my little quote for the day. I hope that helps somebody. Yeah, I'd like that one. Because it goes back also to the power of one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I like like that one. One of the other ones that, that I like that I read across a, a few weeks ago is your our way out of the matrix is within. That's how important it is mm-hmm. to go within. Mm-hmm. If we're better, if we're tapped into that universal power from within, nothing can stop us. Nothing. The knowledge and understanding that that power within is actually access to the universe can leave one speechless when you really take that all in. So I pray that all begin to truly take that all in. Greater is he that lives within me than he that lives within the world. We can invoke this change. Why, of all presidents, would he say we are the ones we've been waiting for? At an inauguration at that. Whatever president kicked out something that's over on the other side somewhere and how many picked it up and understood where he was even going with that. Who says that? What does he mean? Yep. See how powerful that is as you kind of really, we are the ones that we have been waiting for. That's a call to action. Yes. When we talk resolution, that's the call to action. We are the ones. Mm-hmm. And that power that lies within each and every single one of us, that love, that peace, that harmony, that's what we're acting for. We're reacting to the fact our planet needs that, we need it, the universe needs us to illuminate and take our position. And it's a powerful position that this planet has and the people within it. They're all sitting back with joy for this historical moment to take place. And as we begin to take that in, that should begin to make you excited. And in that excitement, we will see things manifest. Why? Because our joy will manifest. That's the power we possess. So everybody, enjoy uh, the week. We look forward to seeing you on Wednesday again. We're going on universal and and, uh, metaphysical law. Max is continuing that. We've been talking about that for the last couple weeks. And on Friday, uh, we'll be having a grab bag. We'll close out today with Cal Payne and his track called Nemesis. And this is from the Cal Payne Project. Peace and love, love and life.
turning your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.